Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You see, we lost a whole lot. In, in, in some of our big meetings, we, we don't have room. We have to give an altar call, send people to the prayer room, pray for the sick. But, some, but we started trying to run the churches that way. We lost a whole lot of folks to come, you know, not having an altar service. And folks coming down, everybody getting on their knees and everybody praying together and everybody getting anointed with fresh oil. And so by not doing that, we're not being filled with the Spirit. You see, they were all in one accord. Oh, sure, you can pray at home, you ought to do that. But there's something about united praying, brother, that just brings the power in a greater way. Can you say amen? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, A Fresh Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. I'll be anointed with fresh oil. Glory. I said glory. The place was shaken. The place where they were. That means the house shook, bless God. The building shook. There's such a manifestation. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. That just means they got a fresh anointing. Now hold that in your mind and let's go over real quickly to the fifth chapter of Ephesians. The fifth chapter of Ephesians. Real quickly now. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus said, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Well, now, he's not encouraging these people to receive this experience of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They had received the Holy Ghost back there. Or, in other words, we're filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't you remember in the 19th chapter of Acts, the Bible said, that Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, said to them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They said, We've not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. He said, To whose baptism were you baptized? They said, John's. Go down to the seventh verse, and Paul laid hands on them. The Holy Ghost came on, they spake with tongues and prophesied to this same group. Blessed be God, and of course more is added to them now, that were filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues and prophesied. He's saying to them, but uh, be filled with the Spirit. Do be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. Be filled with the Spirit. In other words, if you, you get full of wine, you get drunk. You get full of the Holy Ghost, you get drunk. Get drunk on the Spirit. To do that, you'll have a half a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. Now, Greek scholars tell us, and I'm not a Greek scholar, I just have to depend on others. Greek scholars tell us that there's a, that there's a, in the Greek, that there's a play here on the word, instead of saying be filled with the Spirit, that literally is but be being filled. But be being filled with the Spirit. In other words, you can maintain a constant experience. Well, that means then that you have to continue to have a fresh anointing. Amen. How do you get it? Well, how did they get it? See, just, just go back. How, how, how did that uh, uh, fresh anointing come on those early disciples in that fourth chapter? Well, I noticed they were gathered together in one accord in prayer. Did you notice that? I said, did you notice that? You see, we lost a whole lot. In, in, in some of our big meetings, we, we don't have room. We have to give an altar call, send people to the prayer room, pray for the sick. But, some, but we started trying to run the churches that way. We lost a whole lot of folks to come, you know, not having an altar service. And folks coming down, everybody getting on their knees, and everybody praying together, and everybody getting anointed with fresh oil. 
And so by not doing that, we're not being filled with the Spirit. You see, they were all in one accord. Oh, sure, you can pray at home, you ought to do that. But there's something about united prayer, brother, that just brings the power in a greater way. Can you say amen? amen? And see, that's given a rise then to all the problems that we're having to face today. Now let's go on and read for just a moment here the characteristics of, of being filled with the Spirit are the results of being anointed with fresh oil. All right, now notice. Latter part of the 18th verse, but be filled with the Spirit, speak it. Speak it. Do you ever notice in connection to being filled with the Spirit how many times it talks about speaking? On the day of Pentecost, they was all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak. Acts 4, 31, and the place where they were assembled was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be not drunk with wine where it is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking. Well, I'm like Wigglesworth, bless God, you spoke with tongues when you got filled. If you maintain the Spirit-filled life, you ought to keep speaking. But right on the other hand, speaking to yourselves in Psalms. That doesn't belong just to a few, belongs to every single Christian. No wonder we need to be anointed with fresh oil. When's the last time you spoke in a psalm? Psalms, a spiritual poem or an ode. Amen. Praise God. Well, I've heard people speak that way. I prayed the Lord to give it to me. Well, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, you'd have it. Oh, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I know it. I know it. Go with me real quickly to Ecclesiastes 10.1. Just the first part of the verse. Dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. That's where the problem is, too many dead flies and a lot of other dead things, things that belong to death. The margin says, in my King James, that the Hebrew said flies of death. See, you used to be in spiritual death and a lot of times these flies and these things of, of death, you see, get back in. Amen. But be filled, let's go back again, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourself in Psalms. Speaking to whom yourself? In Psalms. Psalm is a spiritual poem or an ode. Hallelujah. Stay there long enough, bless God, in His presence, whether you're by yourself or with somebody else, till you get to the place you speak in Psalms, then you can claim you're filled with the Spirit. Don't shout me down. I just got from preaching real good. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, the anointing will come up inside you. The Holy Ghost is in you. The anointing's in you also. It'll come on you sometimes. Sometimes it'll rise up in you. It works different ways. It's still the same anointing. And the words will come rolling out of your mouth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Words you never even thought of. There'll be, there'll be a certain amount of a rhyme to them. A, spiritual, a, a psalm is a spiritual poem or ode. It may rhyme or it may not, but, there's a, but there is an element of poetry about it. Amen. Hallelujah. It'll just rise up in you. I can feel one rising up in me now. I'll praise the Lord at all times. I'm not moved by what I see when the way seems dark. 
when there seems no way, I stand my ground and praise him because he seeth the way that I go and I'll walk in his path and I'll do that which is pleasing in his sight. And the storms of life may come and the thunder may roll and the lightnings may flash, but as I walk, I know that victory is mine at last because you see, he came from heaven long ago and he is the champion sent by the Father God down here below and elevates mankind into the place where they know. Know their place in him. Know the reality of his blessings and truth and so the enemy cannot gainsay them and they'll praise him day and night. Hallelujah. 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 Ha ha ha. Sick of And I get started over in that realm. They just keep coming. Praise God. I've spoken nearly all night long just to myself in Psalms. Hallelujah. Victory. Victory is not in places or things. Victory is not what I can see or feel. Victory is in him. Christ, the champion from heaven who came from the bosom of the Father down here in the, and took my place and became my substitute and defeated the enemy in his own domain and arose victorious, hallelujah, with the keys of heaven and the keys of hell and death and invited all to come and go with him to heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Speaking. Fill with the Spirit. Stay there till you get a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. And it comes bubbling up in the inside. We used to sing a song in Pentecostal circles. It's bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling. Hallelujah. And it does. It starts right down in here. Hallelujah. It just starts bubbling. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you'll just stay there long enough, so let you ever have one of these whistling tea kettles? One time we had one. Amen. Well, I'll tell you, if you're going to make some tea or something, that, uh, you know, that, that water is not hot enough just because it let off one or two little old whistles. Just let it stay on there until there's a steady stream coming out. Amen. So just stay there, bless God. Stay on the fire. Amen. Till you get anointed with fresh oil. And there's a steady stream of praise and glory and prayer rolling out of your mouth and your lips. Well, speaking to yourselves in Psalms, and hymns and spiritual songs may be in prophecy in English in known language may be with tongues or interpretation may not even have an interpretation may just be with tongues it's out of your spirits now notice singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord hallelujah you're ministering to him to the Lord so then you see that if you are filled with the spirit or be being filled with the Spirit, or you maintain that fresh anointing, then blessed be God, there's a song in your heart. Not dead fly's song. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. And if there's a song in your heart, it'll show up outside. It'll show up on your face. You won't have to say, as we say sometimes, everybody that's happy, how many of you happy? Everybody lift their hand. Well, well, notify your face. <laughs> if you've got a song in your heart, see, spiritual health is just as obvious as physical health. Can't you tell if you're around some of your folks or your friends, 
schoolmates or whatever, whether they're feeling well or not, physically, sure you can. Shows up, doesn't it? Shows up, doesn't it? Did you know spiritual helps the same way? God wants us to maintain that spirit of praise. Priest unto God, offering the sacrifice of praise continually. Song in your heart. All right, look at verse 20 now. Giving thanks. Full of thanksgiving. That's a characteristic of being known as the fresh oil. Full of thanksgiving. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer, the three CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing, for just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And, uh, you know, we're so glad that you have tuned in with us Uh, So many of you have been partnering with us now for a long time, and we really appreciate it, and we thank you for helping us. Are you trying to determine what your next step in life is? Are you called to ministry or just want a deeper knowledge of the Bible? Now is the time to take action. Join us at College Weekend at Rama Bible Training College this April 26th through 28th. Attend class sessions, meet with instructors and the dean, plus much more. Call 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or register online at rbtc.org. That number again is 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or online at rbtc.org. Don't wait. Make a decision that could change your life. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of the series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.